Thank you again, everyone, for listening to the Culture Captures Spotlight Podcast. I'm Joe, and today I'm being joined with Hate Sonny. You, what's good, yo? Uh, thanks for, bro, thanks for sitting down today with me for an interview. Um, first time I've met you. I've never met you before. Uh, so pretty dope. Pretty dope that we're going to be able to get a whole interview in today. Um, for those listening, just kind of say, like, where you're from. You know, just give a little quick background about yourself. Um... So, I'm from uh, south side of Chicago, in the Grand, Grady Grand Cross neighborhood. I'm 21 year old, just I'm freshly 21. Um, just I'm just a artist, made, man, just made music. When did you turn 21? Like a month ago. Oh shit, me too. Um, wait, when's your birthday? June 22nd. You a Cancer or a Gemini? Uh, so I, I learned today that I'm, or not today, but like last week, that I'm on the border. Because I guess June 22nd is like the start date of Cancer. So it's like, I, I technically have both. Since it's like, it's a cutoff day. That's what someone told me. I don't really know um, <laughs> other much than that, I guess. So what about you? Are you Gemini, I assume? I'm a Gemini. I'm early, I'm early zone. Cool, cool. Um. So yeah, you're from the south side of Chicago. Um, you were born and raised here. Yep, lived here my whole life. Um, so how did you how did you start getting into like music? Like, how well, who was the first person that kind of introduced you to making music? And when did you kind of decide like, yeah, this is something I want to do? Um, I guess like I started making music when I was like sixteen, or really like fifteen. At this spot in Umedia, that spot like it's called like Umedia. Um, I would pull up there from time to time. I'm be Chris. You know, he would just kind of fuck around on the mic and shit, just make just make some like quick little funny shit. And shit. And we would do, we would just make music like that for a minute, just kind of f- fucking around and shit. You feel me? And then I just like all I ever did like as a kid, like during out like my adolescence, like kind of like zone out and like listen to music. Like, I I wasn't really, like, a socialite. And then, like, I didn't really, like, talking to people. I was, like, kind of tuning out everything to listen to music, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So, one day, I just kind of, like, I had, a, like, a click in my brain. Around, like, I was, like, 17. I'm just kind of, like, what if I just, like, really just started make, making music for real? Like, I just started, like, just, like, I know a bunch of producers and stuff like that. My homies that just made me so fun and shit. Much like so, I started making music. So I just started making music, like kind of like just making music, like and then on SoundCloud. Eventually, like people in my school discovered it, so like folks would do. And now, I was trying to put together projects and shit. There's also like in school, not fucking with school. It's like I need to like my 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 own personal form of expression and shit. Start taking just having to manifest its way out in the way of music, and then like. I think I really started taking shit serious, like for real, around like 2019. When I was like putting together like the Golden Child project, because I was like kind of like experimenting with different sounds I had never fucked uh, fucked around with before. I'm trying to make shit sound like a lot more like a lot less like like I feel like pride like that project. A lot of the shit I was making was just kind of like childish and like. For like in like just kind of like childish, you like here. I just kind of want to like keep expanding. You feel me? Yeah. Sure, like night. 
I started like taking music for real. I started making some crazy ass tones and shit. <laughs> and then, yeah, now we, now like in the last year, I was kind of like locked in all year because of COVID and shit. So I had a lot of time to just like double down and like just start working, just keep working on music and shit. And now we are. <laughs> right. And then, so how, so how did you get introduced? Like, how did you get kind of enthralled into like a studio session? Like, when can you kind of think back to like your first session uh, before like you even were putting together Golden Child and, and had so, like, put out some singles first, before then and stuff like that? The first session? I'm, I can't really even. Well, the first studio session like I ever went to was at Uvidia. It was just like that studio and like you made it and I just kind of put up my homie Zara within that bitch. I put up my homie Chris who's in there kind of tweaking. Just recorded some funny shit and shit. <laughs> this is that bitch recorded like it's yeah, some funny shit. But like the first like studio session I remember, and it probably isn't even my first session, but like the first session I like really like remember, it was the session for um recording this song I got called 13. I was at this dude, um, Noel's crib. Cause uh, I was just doing all this behind the car. Yeah, brought me there, and we were just cooking up. I showed him this um this sample. So I showed him the sample, and like he, I, I left the room for like five minutes. Come back, and it's a crazy ass beat. He bounced out the beat. I come back like a day later, some shit like that. Record the verse, and this is my first time really recording in front of people for real. So I was in the in the booth, kind of nervous. So I'm just in that bitch like teeing up and all that shit. And, and like, I'm in that bitch teeing up and shit. Like, I'm thinking, like, I probably look goofy as hell right now, but I don't get no foot. I come out, motherfuckers, I tell my head to shot. I'm like, yeah. That's wild. Well. So, yeah, you had just said you, and you, like, when you started getting traction in school a little bit, that's when stuff, like, that was like kind of maybe one of the first times you really experienced, like, almost a fan base, would you say? I guess, yeah. So, uh, where'd you go to high school? I went to, um, I hate talking about my high school because I hated my high school. Yeah, I'll get it. I get it. Um. Yeah, but, okay, but, like, I went to school up east. It was a, I went to, I, I went to a private school because I couldn't go, I, I didn't get acceptance and none of like, I didn't get, I didn't get, I didn't get acceptance in none of, like, the schools I, I wanted to go to because I was a badass little kid. <laughs> so I kind of, like, got sent to a private school and some punishment shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, that shit, was, that shit was fucked up. But, like, when I was there, it was funny. Because my first taste of, like, a fan base came from something that had nothing to do with music. <laughs> yeah. It was, it's actually kind of funny. Like, my first taste of, like, a fan base, I was, I used to just do, like, weird ass, like, you know how, like, I don't know if you remember, like, the era, like, 2016 or 2015, 2014, where, like, motherfuckers was, like, doing, like, the VSEO cam filters and that type of shit. Mm-hmm. I was real heavy on that shit, so I had like a real strong like Tumblr following and shit. Okay. And it was funny as hell, and I st- like it was funny as hell. So like, and that was my first as like a fan base. Like motherfuckers kind of fucked with me because I was just like also like this free like expression shit. I was always being myself, like that type of shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. No, so I had a fan off that, and then one and that, and it kind of like translated over to the music. Like a lot of my quote unquote like fans that was like my fans like that shit is still like following me and like supporting me to this day no that's super cool um and then you said like you had a lot of homies too that were like producers yeah yeah so how did you meet like those producers and stuff is, is that just kind of like being in Chicago because I feel like a lot of people just know people that make music yeah it's funny like you know how shit like in the lunchroom you're like you know like the, you got the homie always like make beats on the lunch table and shit you feel me mm-hmm. 
like, I was, in the early in the mornings and shit like that, we were just kind of like, I was one of the kids that would get to school early as fuck, because it's because, like, I, I know if I, like, I get there early, I'll probably be hot. I'd be in that bitch just kind of, like, in there with my music on, just kind of, like, mentally preparing myself for the day and shit. Mm-hmm. So, I met my homie in that bitch name on Jordan and um, Malachi. And they ass would just be playing beats on the lunch table and I just kind of, like, freestyle to a bitch like that. And, like, they ass ended up, like, to being producers for real and shit like that. And those are, like, the first producers, like, I met for real. I ain't really end up working with them on, like, real music. But then, like, it was my, me and my homie Chris. We just, we ended up knowing people, who, like, from completely random-ass walks of life that, that was all the same shit and just ended up making beats. They would email me beats and shit like that. And... I'd be like, damn, it's a cool, it's a rough. I try to rap on that first, I was trash. And then, like, over time, you just kind of develop the skill and shit. You just, you understand how to rap. You understand, like, your flow, your, your pockets and that type of shit. And then it starts coming to you. So I started, like, just, it, like, I would just meet people, like, just be really being outside and just really just kind of, like, trying to be social. I would just meet people and they just happen to make beats and they just, you know, we make the connection, make it make sense. No, that makes sense, bro. And um, for those just kind of listening, um, who may not be like as familiar with your discography, describe your describe your overall sound a little bit. Obviously, there's like there's some versatility in t- in it, and we're gonna get into that later. Um, but kind of give like a you know elevator pitch or you know brief description of like you know your sound. I I like to be able to make music. I feel like just like you know the average like. For lack of a better term, like the average Chicago kid or like Chicago one can relate to, you feel me? Like just from any walk of life, you feel me? Like, so that's like, you know, first you got to like just kind of understand like what makes like the Chicago experience, you know, real unique and like real like different from like other cities and shit like that. And, you know, all of that comes like from a very personal standpoint, a very personal standpoint. So it's like understand like what I've seen, what I'm afflicted by, the things I see that like, in a pattern kind of you feel me like the things we mm-hmm. like the culture you just you want to understand like the culture for real yeah and like, kind of morphing like the chicago culture with just like other sounds that i think is just kind of raw as hell you feel me just kind of like morphing shit together and it's like i don't know i don't know if that picks the picture but like if i had to like give a general sound i'd be making like a lot of like dark hard shit i'd be making a lot of like i, I don't want to say like i'd be making some like real i'd be making i'd be flipping soul samples and like a bunch of different kind of ways and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in, like I'm inspired by all like the drill shit. I'm inspired by like the Chicago like blues dance, the soul music, house music, all that shit. So it all kind of like comes together. Yeah. So you just, basically you pull from different genres like to kind of come up with your own style and and your own sound. Yeah. I the most prevalent genres I listened to like during my adolescence was literally like drill music, soul music, house music. And that's just like being like a Chicago teenager, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you were kind of saying like with the Chicago culture and, and, and stuff like that, um, how, how different would you say like the Chicago culture? I mean, you know, I, I know a little bit just because I live in Chicago now, but like comparison to maybe like in Atlanta or New York or Los Angeles, just kind of like lay that down of like how, you know, like what you've experienced and stuff. I feel like I, I can do a, a pretty good comparison 
in contrast to like Chicago and New York and LA because I've, I've spent a substantial amount of time there. Okay. Because like, I can't even say substantial. I spent like some weeks out there type shit. But like, from what I've noticed between like Chicago and like New York, New York is just like real congested. So it's a lot of people like doing, it's just a, it's just a lot more people. So like, the, I, don't, I don't really have like the best gauge on their culture for real. But like their music and like, like their variation of drill is a lot more like. Like you, been, you, you ever been to New York? Of course, man. Yeah, I'm from Boston, so I've been up yeah, there. Yeah, so like you, you, you feel like the like the real like I guess the phrase like the hustle and like the bustle of the city, like the how fast the city moves here. Uh huh. Yep. But you go out there, you play like a pop smoke song, like it makes a lot of sense that this music comes from New York. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't really know how to explain it, like, for real, but, like, it makes a lot of sense. Like, you hear music that comes from Chicago, you listen to it in Chicago, it makes a lot of sense, like, it was made from a Chicago, you feel me? So, like, I feel like the thing about Chicago that makes, like, the culture different, we don't really reach out to, like, other places to, like, try to find, like, a sound or no shit like that or to be influenced by anything. Chicago ones are, like, real, like, Chicago over everything, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Like... In, in a lot of different ways, like also like pride shit, and also just like stuck in their ways shit. So it's like a po- like a positive connotation and like a negative shit. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, oh, like, what about with LA? Opposed, yeah, as opposed to like LA, it's kind of and I'm I'm not from LA, so I might be completely wrong. But like from what I was able to gauge, it kind of seems like LA is kind of like at least like central LA, like where I was at. Like I, I'm I'm sure like it's different, than like you know parts of LA County and shit like that. But from like the city of LA, don't really seem like nobody is like. If like it's different people like from there, but it seemed like it's a combination of like people coming there from like other places. You feel me? Yeah. No, like, like when I, I was in LA, like I was around people that were all claiming LA, but they were all from different places. Like they were from Texas, they were from Florida, they were from right, <laughs> Nevada. Right. Like it was, it was, it was weird. Um, but they all were like, like super hard on like, yeah, we're LA, we're LA, and it's like, well. Yeah, like, you see people migrate to L.A. a lot. You don't really see a lot of people from, like, L.A. or New York migrating to Chicago. A lot of people from, like, Minnesota or, like, Detroit or, like, other Midwestern cities are migrating to Chicago because it's, like, the closest thing that we have. Like, a, like the Midwest has, like, a, a real cultural hub, you feel me? Yeah. Like, New York, like, is, like, the biggest thing on the East Coast. Like, L.A. on the West Coast. You got Atlanta, you got Atlanta, Houston, and parts of Florida in the South and shit. And, like, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And like, what kind of like, like significant time have you? Oh my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying like Chicago is just kind of awesome. Just like you know, kind of like it's weird because like we kind of operate kind of like a we operate like a real small ass city, but it's a it's big as fuck. You feel me? Like we definitely operate on that. Everybody know each other. We you feel me? Like operate on that type of shit. You feel me? So like, it, and it's a lot of pride in that. It's a lot of pride in like being from Chicago, being from the neighborhoods you're from, and all that type of shit. Yeah. No, I guess you. My bad for cutting you off. But what kind of what kind of time did you spend like when you were in New York, um, when you were in LA? Because like I honestly, I feel like with a lot of Chicago artists I talk to, they never bring up LA. Like the people I'm around, they bring up New York because they understand the value in it. But like, I'm yeah. glad you bring up New York first too because it's like I feel like that's where a lot of this shit kind of starts. Um, at the end of the day, so where like why were you there? You know, and like were you making music out there? Were you just like you know on some was, trip shit? Like what were you on? I was I was really there because like. Like, the real reason I was because, like, my homie had a crib out there. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, like on some, like, on some teenage shit, we had initially, like, planned, like, on some, like, hey, we finna blow up and move to New York. 
And then, bro, got a crib in New York, and then he realized, and then we just all like, eh, it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. But it's like, he had a crib out there, so I'll go out there, kick it with him, just be in the city skating around. It's kind of like just being out there. Yeah, you were, you said yeah. so, you were in Soho, too? When I, well, my homie who stayed in Brooklyn, so he was in, like, Best Eye Brooklyn. Nice, yeah. So I was, like, I was, like, thing about me, when I go to, like, places, like, when I go out of town, I, like, operate, like, I'm from the... <laughs> or I like, I like not operate like I'm. I like to do shit like as like I'm just. A, I don't like to. I don't. Like, I like to. I don't really like doing like over touristy ass yeah, shit. Yeah. I, I like. I like to like really like observe like the culture and shit and like uh, and, like understand how like how shit operate and so you can so I don't feel like a. Not so I don't feel like outside most like that, but just so I like just so I understand because I think it's about, it's value and like understand how other cultures operate and shit like that. What's your you favorite part of New York? I fuck with like. I fuck with Brooklyn. Yeah, heavy, bro. I heavy. fuck with Brooklyn. I fuck with Harlem too. Harlem's cool. I'm not too too familiar with uh, Harlem, but I was in Brooklyn a few years ago, and I I loved it. Like I <laughs> I really like Brooklyn a lot. Like I think it's like it's chill, but there's a lot of culture, man. There's so much to take in there, and like so yeah. many different walks of life you can find in Brooklyn. Like it's such a such a beautiful place. Yeah, um, I wish I would like experience before like it got like. Hella like gentrified and shit, but like, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. But like, it's still raw as hell and broken to me. Like, I, I, out of like New York, like, I, my, it's definitely like my favorite borough out there. Yeah, and you just gotta go to the right spots with Brooklyn. Like, you gotta go to the areas where it's like low key, man, and people don't really know <laughs> like where to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the spots where to be. Cause like, I think I've had some of the best food in my life in Brooklyn. Nah, like they had. I'm not gonna cut. It was this one like Jamaican spot. They drink food out there, crazy. Yeah, like it's crazy as fuck. It's good as hell. Mhm, mhm. And then why were you out in LA too? Was that like on some more music stuff or? Yeah, that was mainly music. I keep like and like that was my first time like really going somewhere for like just the sole intent of music. You feel me? Mhm. And then I realized like. I, I like to like be able to like experience the places I'm at type shit. I'm just traveling and shit. You feel me? Like to be able to like really experience the shit. So I just started going out in the city and like trying to like really experience the culture and shit. I'm like, mm, this I'm not, I don't really fuck with LA for real. <laughs> yeah, LA is a whole nother. Another like beast. That, and like that's the that's like just the central LA, like you know, like the the the, the real entertainment industry portion of LA. Like I'm 100 percent sure like you go to like parts of LA County, like you know South Central or some shit like that. Like you would probably find some like, I feel like a common thing with like my folks from Chicago going to LA, they think that shit is like so ingenuine, people so fake and all that type of shit. But it's like pockets of LA, like you have to tap into like pockets of people who like you know have the same code of morals and like code of like you know authenticity as you do and shit like that. You know, it's like you, you feel me? Yeah. It, it's pockets. It's like as opposed to like Chicago being like real clicky and to be like really like clicky and shit like that. LA is like it's. It's a lot of different networks, but like extent. It's a lot of different extensive networks of different kinds of people. So it's just like you have to just find the right network of motherfuckers who you like enjoy being around, enjoy doing shit with, and like you know aligning shit, putting shit together, and that type of shit. You feel me? Yeah. Um, a, but it's it's weird out there too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's um, weird too. It, it's a cool spot. It's like. I don't know, for me, again, like, I'm an East Coast kid. I grew up there my whole life. I moved to Chicago, like, a few years ago. So, it was, like, to me, just seeing mountains in downtown, that shit was just, it's just so raw to me. 
Um, and like the weather's obviously a big plus, but like you just said, bro, it's like the people like <laughs> like, Dude, like there's there's man. some there's some wild ass shit that just be going down bro. in LA, bro. What's crazy is like first two days of my most recent trip to LA, first two days of my there, I'm like, damn, I could live out here. Yeah. Third like third day, I'm like, oh like it I know Yeah. I'm like, I don't really like it out here no more. Like the weather is beautiful, like the scenery is beautiful, food decent. Every you can you can like walk around like as, coming from like the south side of Chicago it's like damn I could like really live out here then you be like start talking to motherfuckers like damn I I don't like motherfuckers out here. <laughs> mm, that's funny. Um, so Golden Child, that's the album you dropped last year. Yeah. Um, let's talk about it. You, that was the first big album you put out, right? I was like, yeah, it's like it's my third mixtape type shit. I put out two mixtapes a while ago. One, the first one was Bad Luck. The second one was Good Luck. But then, like, I kind of, like, in my own, in my head, kind of came into my own, more on Golden Stars. You feel me? So it was the first time I put something out and, like, really put something behind it. You know? Yep. But, like, I, like, that was my, like, I be calling Golden Child like, my baby. I put, like, everything I had into that shit, like, in a lot of different ways, like, literally everything. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about that a little bit. Go into some more detail about how much, almost. I don't want to say sacrifice. That might be kind of the wrong word for it, but just like, nah, like, nah, like on some very real shit. Like, I still do this shit to this day, bro. Like, I was losing days of sleep over, like, just overthinking like the songs and like, like little portions of like the songs, shit like that. And, like, trying to make sure like it's perfect to me and shit like that. Trying to like, cause trying to like figure out who I wanted to be featured on and trying to figure out like. The, the the shit I wanted to talk about, trying to figure out all that shit, trying to figure out the visuals, trying to figure out all this shit, like literally like just like hours of like work just going into it, just like and just like pushing myself to like really experiment outside like the boundaries of like what I'm comfortable in and shit like that. You feel me? Like just polishing my skills like a writer, polishing my skills is like just trying to be a better musician, all that shit. You feel me? Yeah. I'm just trying to like. That's what that shit was to me. I like I went I went if you trying to be like real transparent, I went six thousand dollars in debt making that shit. <laughs> Damn. Damn, so I you also, went you went the negatives to to make yeah, it. Yeah, like I yeah, but I ain't really get no <laughs> I really didn't get no I'm like, bro, I'm gonna make this happen, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I like I really ain't get no fucking it pay and then it'll pay it off, you feel me? Like it it definitely ended up paying off. But like I remember at the time like I was just like so like, cause it was it was one of them things, bro. You feel me? Like I ain't, I I'm, I I ain't really want to do school and shit for real, but like, I, cause I couldn't really like I ain't had no like me, my people had no friends to send me away to school and shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So like I was doing like community college and shit, trying like trying to figure out how I'm gonna pay for that shit and all that shit. So I'm like I'm thinking like, what is my like real deal set? Like what do I want to do? And I'm like, all right, it's music. So I'm gonna put like everything I have into this music shit. No, I'm not feeling like bullshit this shit. I'm going to put everything I got into it. And then, like, certain shit, it was a real hectic process sometimes. Like, sometimes shit went, like, it was some, like, shit that was, like, overall, it was, like, a really fun project, pro- process and experience. So, like, that, it got really stressful at times. It's just, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, work. You feel me? Yeah. It's just work. So, it's just, like, doing, like, the ups and downs of, like, having, like, ups and downs of trying to, like, get into a job you love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, to a career path you love and shit, you feel me? And then just you take you take you take it on the chin. You 
big, the biggest lesson that, that project like taught me was like when you when you want something bad enough, you gonna figure it out. Yeah, man, it's really like that's some being a man shit, you know. Um, like really, like awesome, and that's what like that, awesome, like that shit. You feel me? Yeah. Like, I, and that project was like awesome. Like, I'm, I was working on that shit from like ages nineteen, like no eighteen, because I made damage control when I was eighteen. So from when I was eighteen until I was like yeah, put it out when I was twenty. Damn. That whole two year period was just like me coming to my trying to find myself and all that shit. Damn. Yeah. yeah, man. To take kind of trying to build up a journey of it, like the start of it in, in, in terms of like, okay, this is like when I'm going to go start making Golden Child. Like, you know, what was the first song you knew was going to go on the project and stuff like that? So I'm going to just start from like 28 and Perfect. And it was like, I had this job. I remember one night I was walking around like the parameter where I was working at outside. Cause I worked outside. Mm-hmm. I was walking around listening to, my, listening to music and I was just thinking, I was just thinking like, bro, I want to like do this shit. Like all these projects is raw as fuck. Like I'm listening to raw as fuck to me. Like and I, like I have like this, I just felt like this real strong devotion to like make a project. So I told my, so I started hitting up my homies so I know made music and so like they're who wanted to make music. I'm like, bro, I really want to make a project. So like, I really want to do this, bro. I don't want to do this regular ass shit though, but I just want to do that shit. And then, I started like from that point I made yeah from that point I made two the first two mixtapes bad luck and good luck kind of also like experimentation trying to figure out what sounds I was gonna fuck with and shit like that I put them out on some like SoundCloud shit I didn't really know what the fuck I was doing for real I put them out cause motherfuckers was telling me I should put it out and then from those two projects I had found like a bunch of different lanes I could tap into you feel me yeah like I feel like a lot of different lanes I could like tap into for real, and then like after that I put out like an EP. I found some more, found some new lanes I could tap into, and now just now I started just focusing on like songs, like the importance of making like a good song, like what there really means to make a good song. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like all the way into like 2018 until like end of 2019. I was just kind of really just honed in, like trying to figure out like what it is that re- like what do all of these songs that I listen to have in common? Like why are these so good to me? And then like the realization I came to was like they just all like they just reflections of like you know shit that motherfuckers go through. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like I, and like whether that be a positive or negative or just like intermediate or just like either like I'm listening to a song that turned me up. It turned me up for a reason. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's just like the emotion that's conveyed through like the music and all that shit, whether it be simple, whether it be intricate, all that shit, whatever. So I'm just like, right, let me figure this shit out because <laughs> I, I just want to figure this shit out because I want to be able to listen to the shit I listen to. I don't want to make no shit that I ain't finna li- I don't want to make nothing I'm not finna listen to, you feel me? So I made, I think the first song I made from Golden Show, if I'm not tripping, I gotta think. It was either like, it was, High key deal was damage control. Cause when I made that song, I ain't even really fuck with it. <laughs> the mm-hmm. intro, the intro track, I ain't really even fuck with it for real. But like, I played it a couple times with different scenarios, and like everybody else besides me fucked with it. <laughs> and funny. I'm like, it was funny as hell. I'm like, bro, you like this shit? Cause I'm like, I'm like this lacks days glass shit. But then like it started to grow on me, and I started like to understand why people liked it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I went back on it, tweaked it. I read the tweet, found, figured out what I didn't like about it, tweaked it. 
I was like, all right, I, I'm, I'm comfortable putting this out now. And then, like, sat with it for a minute. I ain't know, like, I ain't know where I was going to place it or if we was going to go on a project. And I made Kill Bill. And Kill Bill was just kind of like, I'm not going to cut. Like, I'm like I'm from the south side of Chicago type shit. So, like, I'm growing up hearing all, like, motherfuckers dying, getting killed, gunshots, all that type of shit. So, like, that song was kind of like an explosive for me. I was just kind of, like, really, like, to, I was once popping shit, like, talking about shit. And then, two, I was just kind of, like, it was a reflection of, like, the shit I was hearing at the round of time. You feel me? I'm hearing all these motherfuckers dying. All this, that's, like, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm hearing all this motherfucking shit. And then, like, at the same time, I'm like, all right, I don't want to overwhelm the motherfuckers listening to this shit. So I'm just going to, like, sprinkle in a little, like, sprinkle in a little, like, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm, and now, <laughs> it's funny, bro. It's funny explaining this shit to be. It's funny explaining this shit because I'm, like, like, visualize this, bro. I'm in my room, sitting on my bed, mic in front of me, just, like, pondering hard as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Let me figure this out, because I want to be, like, real intentional. Like, I want this to be real intentional. I want to make sure, like, I'm not posturing no type of way. You feel me? I don't want to motherfucker. You feel me? Yeah. I want to be, like, real intentional with the shit. So I'm like, all right. I figured it out. Figured out my verse. Verse was the first thing I did. Then I'm like, what the fuck do I want the other this bitch to be? And I'm thinking, like, what's what am I thinking about right now? Like, like literally, lost my just in my bedroom. Like, what's going on around me? I'm in that. Fuck it. What does B make me think about too? I'm like, fuck it. Kill, 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 kill. Bill, bill, bill. I'm like, fuck it. That's the hook. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. That's the hook. And they're like, I. Right, it's catchy. Motherfuckers don't remember. It. I remembered it. And then I'm like, okay, sound good. We gonna keep it. I sent I sent it back to um, do a producer Port Vida. He fucked with it. We chopped it up, but we we bounced. We sent back a couple like mixes for it and stuff like that, and then had that one. And then I don't remember like the exact order in which I made songs after that. Yeah. But I, 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 I do recount like specific stories, like like Vince, like you know, like on got the on song go rock go. Like me, mommy Nate, we was in stu- using like his home studio at the time. He was just bumping Vince music, G. He was just bumping his music. We was like, bro, this nigga hard. We gotta and we gotta work with him. Oh, you got to work with him for real. So I reached out to him. I just DM'd him. I told him, like, hey, bro, pull through. He like, all right, best. Drop, drop a look. He like, all right. He said, you finna pull up. I'm like, all right. He pulled up a couple of days after. We had a song we had a song ready for him. So I'm like, bro, I got to gotta use, we got to use, like, because he has a real distinct voice, real distinct, like, like style. So we got to be trying to, like, use his style for, like, in, in a way to, like, really bring out what there is to bring out in the song we had. You feel me? Yep. So we had him pull it through. He did his shit. Folks, essentially, like, brought the song to life type shit. Had that shit. And, I, and then me and Viz locked in since then. After that, we had uh, that song, Stunnel, when me and my homie Drew. We was in my homie Gus crib, just cooking up. I had the song, and initially I was going to get some other motherfuckers on me. Then my homie Drew was the, he was like, bro, let me hop on this. I got a verse for it. I'm like, shit, I bet. Because I knew Drew was rough. I just didn't think he was going to fuck with the beat when I like, made it, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was going to fuck with that shit. He, he he do his verse. I'm like, oh shit, that's your hard. <laughs> I'm like, shit, that's your hard. And then when we like, I just I knew his ass to be able to like hop on that bitch with the energy and shit. So put that shit together. Boom, it was over. That shit was over with. Yeah, how'd you um, meet? How'd you meet Wemmy Mo? How'd I meet? I, I just met Wemmy just kind of like awesome being outside shit too. Yeah. Like I just awesome. We have mutual we have mutual homies and shit. And you just be outside, and I run into him, and we just chop it up about making music and shit. We had made a, we had made a, we had worked on a couple songs prior to that, and then that one we was just like, yeah, we finna use this one. But yeah, cool. 
And after that, shit, what song was after that? That song, um, Manic, come after that, I believe. Yeah, Manic, come after that. And I was just, I made that shit awesome, just like in, again, in my homie Gus crib, just like really reflecting on my, my deepest, my deepest thoughts type shit. Just like really reflecting, just thinking, just put on, put that shit on, on the beat. I, was, I didn't really want to put that shit out at first because I thought it was like too deep in my head type shit. But then I'm like, I'm playing it for motherfuckers. They really like, they they going through like the same shit I'm going through type shit. And I'm like, mm. like they needed, like the project needed that heart. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm like that. Same piece of me, my homie Reese sent the beat. I wanted to fuck with it, put some horns on it, wrote a, just wrote a verse to it. Had my homie Gus tweak it. Boom, song done. Same Mark, Thelonious Martin. Shout out D-Lo. He sent me a chop, pack of chops. I just like, um, pack of like just chops. And I was in the studio one day with um, producer named Sheriff. I had showed him like the chop. He was like, bro, like, yo, I'm fuck with it. He added the drums and shit over it. I hopped in the studio. I mean, I hopped in on um, the booth, recorded that verse in a couple minutes, had that shit over with. I'm like, yeah, that's it. After that, we had moved Serena. Serena, me and Serena, like, we had a session. She laid down, like, she laid down, like, this um hook i laid down the verse we fucked tweak. like we fucked we fucked with it tweaked it you feel me mm-hmm. and then like a lot of the a lot of like the process for a lot of these songs like real straightforward but like i remember like more child specifically <laughs> like that was like an actual process because like i i had a sample i saw his mom luke it was like this old song that my auntie i wrote um back on like in her days she used to make music and stuff like that and I had heard it a lot growing up. I'm like, let me add this shit and see. Let me show him look this sample and see what we can make of it. He started flipping this motherfucker in the studio, bro. I shit you not, my head been a fuck. Like I'm like, I ain't even expect this shit to sound like this. I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> and Man, like, that's, go ahead. <clears throat> I was just saying, like that shit ended up coming out crazy. Like <clears throat> he was experimenting all kind of shit, bro. I ain't never seen Luke hold a guitar before that, bro. Like he. Put out a guitar, was just like fucking around with the strings and shit. Mm-hmm. Folks hand me the bass guitar. I don't know how to play. I don't know how to play like the bass guitar. I'm just fucking around, plucking at the strings and shit. I accidentally caught like a little bass groove and shit. And then his ass like really he refined it. And then wrote my verse, hopped in the studio, did some post production and composing and shit like that. And boom, it was done. And then S class 24K, I just wanted to rap. So I just rap. <laughs> Closed out the project. And, like, I really think, like, the project was done about two months before I put it out. I was just kind of, like, trying to get, I was trying to, like, figure out the cover art situation. I had, like, 15 different cover arts that I was trying to I'm, like, I, I don't, and, like, I got to a point where I'm just, like, I don't think none of these is really capturing, like, the, the, the like, the essence of the project. And I came across the dude Femzwood. On Twitter, just got like fucked with his artwork, saying the project he fucked with it. He had him do the cover art, and then boom, project was done. Put it out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's wild. That's really wild. So then, like, obviously, like that album has got so many different. Um, and like I said earlier, like the versatility on there is nuts because there's just there's different styles of music. I feel like that you that you captured and put out on that project. Would you say how like you're tapped into your emotions and how just feel like involved you are with every little process of making an album um there is 
like attached to it. Um, do you, would you say that helps make your music so versatile? Yeah, because I don't like looking at like projects. I was like, this is going to be like a rap album or no shit like that. It's like, when I make music, I'm just thinking like, how do I feel right now? Like, and how does this, how does this emotion translate into music? Like, in whatever form it is, you feel me? Mm-hmm. That's like, that's what real music is. You feel me? It's just like, conveying like, conveying the emotion, conveying the feeling, getting other people to like, you know, not only, not to even to relate, but like, to really get the, get the feeling across, you feel me? To translate it. So it's just like, all right, if I'm in an emo- if I'm if I'm emotional about some shit, and I feel like I'm writing this material, I feel like the vi- the vibe or like essence I can capture fits more like an alternative scheme or some shit like that. I'm gonna do that if I feel like I can do, I can do it and get shit across in like a more like a boom bap or like soulful way. I'm gonna do that if I feel like I can get this feeling across in like a very abrasive, high energy way. I'm gonna do that. I don't really like to box myself into like only being able to do one thing or one style of thing. Mm. Um, and then like to move into this year you've put out uh, a few different singles um, and what like what are some other plans for the year that you you have uh, for the rest of 2021 like how are you kind of approaching the rest of this this year music wise um well I've just been work- I've been working on this project for like damn it like this whole year so far like it's called like I've been teasing that a lot it's called all guys no breaks okay I've been teasing that shit for like the past like it's July since like <laughs> I've been teasing that shit since like uh, April. Oh wow! Yeah, I've just been like teasing that bitch a little bit because I just <laughs> I be making music like so much like I be having so much so much to show people. <laughs> I I be making so much like I got I'm literally sitting on like at this point like a hundred and fifty early songs. So I'm just like be just dropping hands sometimes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna put that out at some point soon. It's gonna be like. The, a next mixtape type thing and then after I'm gonna put out like what I guess would be classified as like a quote unquote like an album cool so we got another project down the uh, pipeline for you this year um, okay. you were saying earlier that um, about one of your songs you made it and no one else everyone fucked with it except you so what is that kind of process like when you're making your own music and you and you know you are probably the biggest critic of your own shit, right? And it's like you don't fuck with it, but everyone else is telling you to like put it out or put it on this. Like how do you how do you kind of approach those situations? Like do you have to trust the people around you or your gut? It's a it's a thing of both because like you know you feel me you, you want to be able to enjoy the music you make with other people. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But also like. You also like as an artist, you you you, you want to be particular in how you want to approach things. So it's a thing. It's a it's a thing of both. Like you have to have like this level of artistic integrity to the point where like you know what you want to do. Like you know, you, I, I, if I if I want to make a specific kind of song, I was like I, I know I want to make this kind of song. I know I don't want to do this with it. I know I want to do this with it, and like achieve achieve that first. I like, make sure like it's solid to you first. And then when you feel like it's like solid to you, that's when I start showing it to other people. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like garnering opinions and doing like kind of crowdsourcing and shit, like just seeing how people feel about it, how people are perceiving it. But at the end of the day, like I kind of like also don't really give a fuck about how other people perceive it because it's not. I don't really, I don't really make music for like, I make music for like you know people who want to listen to it. You feel me? Like I don't really like do it for like anybody but the people who gonna listen to it like i like i like to make music by like me and my direct circle can listen to 
you feel me? Because like those are the people who I like listen to music with the most. You feel me? Yeah. Like, you feel me? Like if I I want to make you want to make music that like you feel me? Like I don't know how else yeah. you play. No, I get I get what you mean, bro. Like you make it. Yeah. Like, you want to yeah you want to please the people around you too. Um and like more, like, like you you want to you want you want to be able to play your shit in the car on the aux and hammer up or speed up. You feel me? Yeah, of course. No, I get that. I get that for sure. Um, I exactly. Get that um, I kind of want to transition into what you do outside of music, you know, and just kind of like being yourself uh, when you're not in the stew or you're not going through packs uh, and trying to make plays uh, for like putting a project together. What You know, you mentioned when you were in New York, uh, when we were talking about that a little earlier, you were saying you were skateboard. Uh, like talk about some talk about some hobbies you have and shit, like some stuff you like to collect. Like, are you into fashion? Are you into sports? Like all that. Bro, bro, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get raw with skating, bro. Last time I got on the skateboard, I almost bust my shit recently for Oh shit. I've been slacking, bro. I gotta get back. I gotta get back active with it. <laughs> but now, on some very real shit, like I like to do like like a big hobby. My, like, I'm a collector, bro. Okay. Like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a real big collector. Like I know down the line, I want to have, want to get a car collection. Like right right now, my fixation is clone. Like I got on some old bed shit. I'm sorry, I'm definitely I'm, I'm I got a decent little cologne collection. I'm trying to I'm trying to. It's a couple like pieces of the cologne I want to get that I don't got yet, but my shit looking decent right now. You like smelling good when you had to pop out. I like smelling good when I'm in the crib. <laughs> yeah, I feel okay. I, I mean, I, I have like four or five different clones personally. Um, Dior, like, all that shit. Like we got to get the name brand stuff too. Um, I'm. Make cologne at some point, G. What'd you say? I want to make my own cologne at some point, bro. One of my homies actually has his. He has a clothing brand. It's called Ponce Leon. He makes his own. He's trying to he make. Makes yeah, he's gonna be making his own shit. I can send it to tell you him, if you want it. Tell him, tap me in. Yeah, say less. <laughs> say less. He he he's, he's smart as fuck with it, bro. He, I can. He makes like high quality shit. I can tap you in if you're trying to make your own clones. I, like literally, tell him to tap me in because I we, we can make some shit shake. Say less. Say less. Um. Do you collect like? Are you into fashion and stuff like that? Are you into like streetwear or sneakers? I'm, I'm like, I'm like into it. I'm still just trying to find like. I'm real specific about like fashion, G. Like, like sometimes, and I'm still like, I'm real specific about that type of shit. Like, I have like pieces that I that I buy, but I, I I'll wait I'll wait to wear them until like I have a complete fit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like I buy pieces on some like I can <clears throat> I can visualize the fit I put together, and I just like wait until like I find like the perfect shit that accents the shit perfectly. You feel me? Yeah. Like I'm real meticulous, and it, sometimes I'd be annoying the fuck out of people when it comes to that shit. I'm real meticulous, bro. But like, I, and I like because I like fashion a lot. I'm just trying to I just be trying to like I, I hate looking I hate shit like looking like tacky if that's the right word. Like I hate that type of shit. Yeah, no, I but, got you. And like name brand shit, and like designer shit, is all uh, cool. But like, it don't really mean shit if you don't know how to wear that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm, and everybody be saying that shit, but a lot of motherfuckers say that shit and still be like partaking in that shit. But like, you can have like a five thousand dollar fit, and that shit be terrible. <laughs> it's true. And I'm, I'm just trying not to fall into that. Yeah, you just you don't want to overdo yourself, type thing. Like bro, I can I can pop out in a black t shirt and some and, and some and some and some regular pants. If I put that shit together right, I'll be styling on niggas, bro. Yeah, he said I, you you can just you can get away with basics and you don't you know you just don't want to overthink it too hard. 
it, it just comes down to how you carry yourself, man. Yeah. It just comes the way you carry yourself and, like, if, whether or not you can put that shit on, man. It's a lot of, like, pieces that you can get that'll look rough. But if you don't know how to put that shit on, it's not going to look rough. <laughs> yeah. And, like, do you watch, like, sports and stuff? Are you into, like... Uh, I'm, really, I'm really into boxing. Okay. Um, yeah, you missed me with boxing. I don't really follow it too much, to be honest. I respect it. Yeah, I respect it. Because I, I grew up with a kid... He's from Europe and like boxing like runs in his family and shit like his grandpa and his dad taught him. So he was going to like the gyms and shit. And like I know how to Um, like I've done I've had little like basement matches in high school. But like I was never like a. Like I know how to ha- I know how to hold the fist right. And like I know how to block my face and all that shit. And uh, I never lost one. So. On, bro, for yeah. sure. Talk to bro. Hey, you know I gotta let people know, bro. Uh, but no, that's cool. Like, did you did you play sports growing up at all? Or, like, were you were you involved in like shit like that or not? Nah? I played football briefly. I ran track in high school. I boxed for a little bit, and I only sport that well. I swam. Like, I swam for a little bit. Like, I wasn't really like I wasn't like really into it. I like doing that shit for. Real. But, like, the sports I was really into, like, I was in the football, I was in the track, and I was in the boxing. Yeah. True. I always, like, growing up, like, my, all my uncles and shit would tell me, like, I'm built for basketball, but I never really got into it for real. True. Do you watch basketball at all or not? Nah? I, I really, like, I only keep up with basketball for, like, like when, like, a team I fuck with is, like, doing well. Okay. Like, if I'm, like, I'm a, like, I'm actually, I'm a Mavericks fan, G. Okay. Little like Doncic guy, huh? Doncic guy. Shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like when when the Mavericks stopped doing well, I stopped watching. <laughs> that's funny as hell. Oh, that's cool. So they just hired Jay- you. Fuck with Jason Kidd as their coach or nah? I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I still got to think. I got to think on it some more, That's true. Nah, that's cool though. That's I respect it. Uh, definitely not. I didn't expect you to say that, but that that's raw. Um. I like that. I'm a huge NBA fan, so um, I could talk about that shit for days. What are some I, I, What are some other things you do like in, with you, when you got like downtime and shit? Like, what do you just like to do when you when you're not making music? Probably, I'd be occupying my time with music all the time, just because like it's something I like to do. Yeah, I always like have to like be making a song. To, like, just like I study, like I'll, I'll study songs. Like, I listen to like I could look at my library right now. What's the like I was listening to the Cation Out album one day, bro. Like I'm really, like, I was like really just like listening to his shit. Mm-hmm. Like this, uh, first I listened to it, like passively, and then I'll be like, damn, like this shit actually like simple as hell, but it's so rough. Like you feel me? Yeah. I'll just like listen to music to the for the purpose of like studying it and just like appreciate it. Cause like, it's like I just like I'm, I'm a music geek. Gee. I'm audio fire. Yeah, music geek. So, like, did you grow up around a lot of music and shit like that? Like, were you, like, just, just hearing a lot of different music? Like, how would you say you were a music geek, other than, obviously, being an artist and just being kind of enthralled in, in the music but industry? Like, well, my pops was, like, young. Like, when he was, like, around how old I am now, he was a DJ. Okay. Like, he had a fat, he still said they got a fat-ass record collection. Like, record, like old records. Just, yeah, like, vinyls he, and shit. Spinning music, like he said, got a DJ, so he be spinning music in the in, in our basement and shit, just like practicing his DJ shit. So he always like exposed me to different styles and sounds of music, and then so I really learned about like music from him. Like, I learned about like what music can do to like a motherfucking mood from my pops. You feel me? Yeah. 
around like and then my mom on the other spectrum she really only listened to like <laughs> my mom would already be listening to like hella music for her she she listened to like soft rock and shit and that's about it mm. no that's cool uh, man my, my my parents my parents didn't really listen to like hip-hop and rap but they listened my dad listened to a lot of different of like the older shit from like the 70s and the 80s and the 60s yeah i was just not put me on like gangster rap he put me on like he put me on to like soul music house music all that shit Oh, that's wrong. That's my dad be my like I remember it was a period of time my dad would put me on like certain drill music for shit when it came out. That's funny as hell. <laughs> like he was putting you did he put you on to like earlier drill and shit? Like, bro, the first time I heard like well, who was he? Like my dad showed me um what's his name? P Rico. <laughs> really? Yeah, my pop showed me P Rico a day. That's funny as hell. It was funny because I knew who I had knew who folks was. Like, I knew his music. And then one day my pops like, you heard this song? I'm like, yes. Wait, why? I'm like, why? Listen to this. <laughs> That's funny. Um, shit, man. I don't really got any other questions for you. Uh, I think we've kind of nailed everything here. Um, tell tell people where they can follow you on social media. Tell people they can find your music. So it's Hey Sunny everywhere, man. H A T E S R A N Y, man. Hey Sunny everywhere. All right, like literally yeah. everywhere. Go, go check out his music. Uh, go check out his social media. Uh, thank you again for listening to this episode of the Culture Capture Spotlight podcast. Tune in next week for a new episode.